Uh, Colonel, thank you for your time. Let's first start with these claims of civilians and soldiers captured. Uh, what, how many people, uh, by the IDF's count, have been captured by Hamas? So a very severe morning. Thank you, Amara and Victor, for talking to us. A very severe morning here in Israel. Um, a combined offensive by Hamas, ground, air, and sea. Uh, the numbers still are not clear. We're not going to talk about the numbers as we speak, but the numbers are substantial. A very severe morning. We are very much now focused on sending forces to these locations where there's ongoing fighting as we speak and handling these terrorists. Hopefully by the end of the day, there'll be no more live terrorists inside Israel. You know, I think a lot of people are wondering how in the world did this happen, knowing Israel's sophisticated intelligence. Um, and there's also video of the border fence being destroyed. First off, do you agree that this was a massive intelligence failure? And if you can explain how all this unfolded? So, again, from the IDF perspective, we're not focused on that now. I'm sure this will be talked about a lot once this is over. We're now fighting here mainly around the Gaza, for the lives of our civilians. We'll talk about what happened intelligence-wise after. I mean, Hamas, they've been threatening for years. I mean, sometimes there was people that said, no, it's just, it's just talk. We, we saw Hamas's intention. They are a terrorist who want the annihilation of Israel. And uh, they showed their intentions this morning, a full-course invasion into Israel, so with rockets, with uh, people coming on the ground, trucks, a very, very hard morning for the IDF. And we're fighting now to get control back in the settlements around the, the Gaza Strip. The latest number we have uh, from the IDF on rockets being fired from Gaza into Israel is 2,000. That's a few hours old now. Do you have an updated number for us? So it's probably cr it's crossed the 3,000 line. Uh, again, it was a vast uh, salvo this morning. They're still firing. Uh, I assume the numbers are around the 3,000 line, but I'm not 100% uh, sure. What about the civilians there on the ground who are under attack? We have reports of civilians being fired at. We have videos of a car being fired at. We know that a tank was seized, at least from this, the videos that we've seen on social media. What is being done to secure those residents, those civilians who are under siege right now in southern Israel? So right now, first of all, we've declared the... the recruitment of our reserves. We're mobilizing forces down to the south. Right now we have special forces going to each one of these locations where there's fighting. And uh, there's, as we speak, there's firefights to take control and clean the area where we, we have terrorists that came in and did what they did. And you saw, you saw the visuals. Hadass gave a very good uh, uh, update. Have there been refusals? We're now... We're now uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, Colonel. What I'm saying is we're now, in the end, this is a one division, the Gaza division. We've now put in another division. We've sent in, sent in more forces, more commanders. And we're taking, first of all, our first stage is to bring the security back to the, to the communities there. And again, a very, very hard morning. Do you have, the pictures, and you're seeing the pictures. Do you have an estimate of how many reservists have been called up? Thousands. Thousands, tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. Any refusals based on the protest connected to the judicial changes uh, there in Israel? Absolutely no. I would tell you a lot of my friends, some of them were even involved in that. Across the board, everybody knows that this is a dire moment. 
and everybody's coming to, to fight for the state of Israel. Uh, just quickly, can you tell us exactly the number that you have of, of how many have been confirmed dead? I cannot tell you the exact numbers. Uh, okay. It's a substantial number. What do we know about these infiltration routes um, and, and what is being done to secure those and to track them down so that you know, they're, the, the country is secure? So, first of all, we are, we're fully deployed also. The Air Force now is also focused on air coverage to see uh, what's happening. We've deployed the forces to the infiltration, forces to the infiltration points. And, we're, and again, we're slowly, slowly securing the area and trying to get, take care of all these people that came in. I'll accept the answer on both that they're substantial as it relates to the number of dead and the number of those who are captured. But I just want to get some clarity. When you say you, you uh, cannot tell us, you cannot tell us because you are choosing not to give the specific number or you, you at this hour, you're not certain mm. of the, the specific number? Because I'm in charge of also the IDF spokesman unit is in charge of uh, exact data, I will not take until I have the full clarification on the numbers, it's hard for me to now say that to the press. Okay. Um, you, you say that the number of rockets that have been fired into Israel is approaching 3,000. Of course, Americans know that uh, Israel is equipped with the Iron Dome. How many of those have actually hit their targets uh, and have uh, not been intercepted by the dome? So we, we are, the Iron Dome have been doing a good job. Some of the rockets that came through were actually uh, debris falling from interception. Um, the Iron Dome has been doing a good job. We're deploying, of course, more more capabilities. Are also our eyes not are only toward the south. We're also looking up north, uh, making sure that we're ready also up in the north if, if there's a convergence or other things coming uh, from the north. But the Iron Dome is right now fully deployed and, and they're doing hard and a good job. Can you confirm any attacks that were made by air by Hamas or by those paragliding in? So, as you saw, they, they came in through a, with a paraglide into Israel with probably ground forces. It wasn't a, it wasn't, they weren't uh, firing uh, advanced uh, uh, precise missiles from these parachutes. They were, they were ordered to land uh, forces inside the, our communities. So it wasn't, a, it wasn't like a UEV or something attacking from the air. And how many villages or bases are, are not under the control of IDF? I mean, are there still a substantial, if you can't give us a number, um, you know, how many or is it, is it a pretty big number that are not under IDF control? So the, again, it's not, it's not a matter of control. There's fighting going on. There's, our special forces are now engaging with these terrorists in these locations. Uh, just to mention a few of them, Zikim is a, is a base, uh, Nachal Oz, uh, Kerem Shalom, the air is crossing. All these locations, we had firefights, we had terrorists coming in, uh, people harmed, and right now we're, we're, we're fighting to bring the situation back uh, to a stable state. I hear the explanation on, I just want some clarity on the Iron Dome again. You say that some of what hit the ground was debris from rockets uh, that were intercepted by the dome. Have there been rockets that have penetrated the dome and actually hit their targets on ground? So there was a, there was a hit, a direct hit this morning in Ashkelon. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know what happened there with the, with the Iron Dome. Uh, intercept there. Um, probably more to come. Once I know, I'll make sure we update you.
Um, there was one hit this morning I saw from Ashkelon. I uh, don't know if it penetrated through our defense. But again, we always say it's not a hermetic defense. The Hamas are always trying to saturate our systems uh, and uh, create divergence, All, not only with using ground forces, but also saturating these salvos in multiple directions. Understood, especially if we're talking to about... Include firing, to, include, to include in our most, in a very holy day, firing at Jerusalem. Yeah, if we're talking about close to 3,000 rockets by your estimate and um, single digits thus far of rockets that have hit their target on ground, how many fired back in retaliation into Gaza? So right now the Air Force is uh, acting in Gaza to take care of uh, Hamas targets. Um, our response is going to be, again, our commanders and generals are meeting. Uh, as we speak, our cabinet is meeting. And we will, in a composed way, respond severely to this uh, inhumane attack by Hamas. I want to ask you about uh, your next steps and your, I guess, your next front, if there is one, um, considering that there was no specific trigger to uh, the, these attacks by Hamas. This is also coinciding, uh, coincidence or not, uh, with the Yom Kippur War anniversary, uh, 50 years on. Um, are, are you expecting or concerned of uh, another attack coming from the north or some kind of coordination with Lebanon or Syria? Syria. So I, I wouldn't uh, put, I wouldn't give the Hamas the credit of uh, the putting that, uh, comparing it to the Yom Kippur War. Uh, but yes, Hamas, you know, they, they stand behind their words. They're a terrorist organization. And yes, we are looking at the north. You saw last Ramadan, there was a, a some sort of convergence uh, after the events in uh, Temple Mount. Uh, we're ready also in the north in case uh, some Palestinian faction uh, decides to uh, come into this. and We'll, we'll be ready. Mm. But it's something, we're, uh, Amara, we're looking at and we're, we're, uh, we're, we're ready for it. Will there be uh, substantial ground forces, IDF ground forces, going into uh, Gaza uh, beyond the aerial attacks that we've seen Will you be going in uh, on the ground? Uh, I will leave that to our Prime Minister and my Chief of Staff that will probably be talking about all military options, um, but um, still not, 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 not TBD, hmm. as uh, we say. Do you agree with this assessment from some people uh, inside Israel that this is your 9-11? Would you make that the comparison considering that this came as such a surprise? Um, I'll leave that till where I'll leave these big questions of uh, narratives and uh, events, compare historic comparisons till we get our security back in okay. Well, then, then, Gaza. then, then what is your right now. Colonel, then what, what is your message to the residents there? You know, the people who are uh, number one in fear for their lives, concerned about their safety, when is help going to come, and of course, also angry about the fact that this even happened. The IDF uh, is the People's Army. All our boys are right now being deployed there and fighting under risk of life to get safety back into these uh, places. And again, it's not only the soldiers, it's also the brave uh, communities there. There's, there's been one of, a, there's a community leader actually that got shot this morning and killed. Uh, they have, each community has reservists that, that when there's a security event, they deploy and they also risk their lives. Uh, fighting. So right now, as we speak, we're fighting, Amara. It's, I mean, if, if we do this interview, maybe tomorrow, I'll have a more sort of holistic 
wholesome picture, but it was important that we spoke today while this is going on.